You one trick pony motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the greatest podcast on earth about nonsense. This is the 15 minutes of fury episode. I am Chris Cass from Mount Bella Metalworks, joined by my co-host, Roy the Psychopath Scott from I'm the Dying. Works. I'm and dying. We have the man that started it all, Skull and Spade 13, Brett McCaffrey. Looking That's very me. looking very dapper, if I might That's say me. so. I wore my hair up for you guys. I'm sorry. I could like that. He's a stunning dude. He, he really is. <laughs> Roy, uh, you remember when you were 23 and you had hair? Oh, those were the glory days. Seriously. I turned not 26 that, and it just went fucking gone. Like, not done. that Brett's just Brett's told me to fuck off. Just for the yeah. listeners, Brett's not 23. Brett, yeah, what's going on? What's up, man? Yeah, speaking of the age thing, I just recently had the birthday a couple weeks ago, but I'm 35 now. Hey. Wait, did I miss your birthday? No, I didn't miss your birthday. You absolutely did. No, you didn't. You sent me a text message. I was going to say, I don't think I missed your birthday. You're all good. What's I up? Don't, I don't how's, really play that. how's the California desert? You got 15 minutes. You're on the clock. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, so since last we talked, which was almost a year ago. January at this point, 20th. Started it all. Um, I feel like everybody's just been keeping, keeping super busy during all the COVID stuff. So yeah. I got a property... Uh, not too long after, I think I may have been chatting with you guys about looking at this property. I got yeah, five acres. Literally just looking at it. Yeah. So I got yeah. five acres of desert and it has a structure on it that's a recreational cabin, but I'm doing the conversion into a single family residence, uh, which has been, it's taken this entire time. Like since we've chatted, I still have yet to make any progress past paperwork, which is a bummer. But it's slow and steady, and it's all because of the COVID stuff. So I set yeah. up a forge. Uh, I built a little structure, set up my forge and my little workshop, and I work out of that predominantly. But I still don't have power on site, so I'm running off like gold zero uh, solar battery packs and stuff. But luckily, blacksmithing doesn't require a lot of electricity to just mm-hmm. do the general forge. Mm-hmm. So that's been super nice. Um, I've been working on a ton of projects and just continuing to put out videos, but I'm getting more involved working with Mike Montgomery, who's modern uh, homemade, no, sorry, modern builds. Uh, I'm working with Ben relatively often, who's homemade modern. Everybody out here is making projects all the time. Turns out everybody got properties within the last year or two. Ben's starting to work on another one. Is this so like a be- YouTube commune? Are we I just mean, like... We call it the Maker Ranch for a reason. It's just oh, it's four makers. We all hang out, and it's a ranch-style dwelling. Can you, that we all can you give us a distance of yeah. uh, all the properties, like how far apart everything is? I think everything's in about a 10-mile radius. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Mike just got a place. It, it takes five minutes to drive there. Yeah. Ben's in paperwork to build Maker Ranch 2 that's going to be an actual property that he builds. He's already got the land for it. That'll have a big workshop and everything. Um, hopefully we put that power hammer in there. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I've got the, uh, Jess has got her property that she's working on and then mine's the furthest away from theirs. Uh, it's about 20 minutes down the road, but. Well, it sounds like the place to fucking be, yo. 
I mean, dude, we uh, have people coming out. Like a lot of our friends out in the area are starting to come out, and a lot of them are thinking about getting property out here because it's cheap. Everyone goes yeah, to the but desert it's for like, a good time. It's like fucking hell on earth, though, in the summertime. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not exactly the perfect region to be working with hot steel. <laughs> no, not not at all. And because I've been working on the fossil, I have this ongoing fossil uh, display project that happened not too long after I chatted with you guys as well. Um, I no tried to work done. No, that project is fucking awesome it's talk good. a little bit about that so just just give like a slight overview of what's going on this guy okay. has millions of pieces of old natural history stuff yeah so his name is john um he actually messaged me because he was a fan through youtube um and he was like i have collected fossils all of my life it is a huge passion of mine and i have four 40 foot shipping containers full of Oh my god. Dinosaur poop. (laughs) Like he has a 350 pound baby mammoth skull that's, I don't know, 100,000 years old or something. And it's just a skull. It's so cool. How many people? So, what you get to do is you get to make these badass displays for all this stuff, right? Yes. So, I'm getting to play around with more of the sculptural aspect of smithing, which I really do like. Um, but it's it's relatively new to me, you know, doing these big organic forms and then figuring out how to make things that actually hold the weight of a stone that weighs 150 pounds effectively. So the ammonite that I showed you recently, Chris, is like the midsize and it's 65 pounds. And I have to figure out how to make this Jesus. elegant organic mm-hmm. display that holds all that weight and is, you know. So, rich- dial, so dial us in on scale. Like if you're talking about a display for... Chris Cash's big fucking melon. Like, what, what are we... I, I knew it was coming. It had you had to squeeze that in there somewhere. Hey, yeah. hey, you got to roll with the motherfucker. The, well, the I'm best. learning a lot. I'm learning a lot about balance and counterweighting and things like that. It's really <laughs> interesting. I've been, been doing that all my life. Yeah, seriously. Like, I'm, top, I'm very top at, heavy. There you go. I'm looking at a lot of Chris's work and you know Leah and and uh, Olivia and stuff. These people that are doing more sculptural stuff and just going. How do you make something that weighs 150 pounds on top not fall over? Yeah. So you got to work on, you know, creating these low centers of gravity and all this nonsense that I've never really mm-hmm. done before. But it's all the principles, you know, take over. So instead of like, you know, you hang an axe on a wall, you could put it up there with a screw. Roy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, keep going motherfucker keep going <laughs> but but honestly there's there's more aspects of this that i'm starting to appreciate where it's like when you do have something that is meant to be put on display like one of these axes that aren't necessarily meant to be used um these double bit black ravens like how could you hang it on a wall to really play up how collectible of a piece this is you know there are aspects of this that mm-hmm. look yeah at outward we haven't even, we haven't even talked about that yet roy it's okay. We could, do, we could do some nice forged pieces that are holding these things. I didn't well, think about may, that. Maybe someone else could, but not you. I mean, yeah, on, let's well, be straight. Yeah. Don't You're not a black twist. He'll just make I mean, a dragon twist. No, it, it'll be a, it'll be like a squid tentacle or something holding <laughs> exactly. a fucking black raven. Up. Exactly. Oh like, golly. <laughs> but yeah, that's you know, out of the last year since we've chatted, I think that's the biggest thing uh, that I've been working on. But it's 
it's a pretty arduous process in terms of having never really done a lot of this before and then not having power on site where my forge is. It's just been a lot of back and forth. So everything's taking a bit longer. COVID's obviously slowing some things down just in general work. And because we got to pay the bills, I'm jumping back and forth between trying to produce YouTube content, uh, working with Ben, which his projects have been super fun. Um, but they're bigger than most of the stuff that I work on. And then Mike, working with Mike recently just uh, on his property has been real fun. But everything's just too many irons in the fire. I want to do yeah. all of it, and I don't have enough fucking time in the day, which I know you two are both very aware of that problem. Sure. Yeah. So, so dial us in on your uh, YouTube channel. How are things going? Uh, Slow and steady. I, I don't have a YouTube channel dedicated to pulling massive views like that works. Those guys are just oh, slaying over there. We're not, it's not, they're not dedicated to pulling views. Are you sure? I'm pretty Come on. sure. I think like two episodes ago, you were like, no, dude, it's okay. They've already okay. got over a million views. Don't so worry about watching it. So we use a fog machine and a strobe light sometimes. <laughs> and fireworks. <laughs> gotta like, do fireworks. Gratuitous. bends over and fireworks comes out his fucking ass. I mean, come on. Dude, Gratuitous so slow motion. Let's go for the Among Us dagger because it's the most popular video game on the internet right now you gotta make among us content i don't think he did that because of that uh i (laughs) question that wholeheartedly no seriously Uh, the youtube channel is like my audience is is you know smaller than i'd like it to be just because i kind of want the vibe to get out there and people enjoy the content that i produce but for three and a half years i've been working on it and i got twenty five thousand subscribers and they're all great. I rarely yeah. get shitty comments. Most of the people are extremely supportive. So I like what I do, but it's more of a of a kind of a creative portfolio than it is anything else. It's definitely not paying the bills, that's for sure. How can well, people I gotta find be on- you there? If you search my name, Brett McAfee, on YouTube, that's what the channel listing is. is because it McAfee? I couldn't get still- Yeah, you McAfee, say McAfee, McAfee. <laughs> You idiots. God, That's how we it's fucking pronounced going. it. It should be McAfee. But... McAfee? Now it's a whole like joke thing that everybody's like, oh, he mm. don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm like, he's one of my best friends. I know how to say his fucking name. Well, you guys <laughs> and your single syllable super easy names to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scott. Roy Scott is, Roy is Scott. like a, an announcer's name where you just go, we're here with Roy Scott. That's so true. you might you might think so, but... Um, a lot of times whenever I'm on the phone with someone, like ordering something, I'll say, my name is Roy Scott. And they will say, okay, um, they, they think it's Royce Ott. They think mm. <laughs> last name is fucking Ott. Or the other thing is, like, almost everyone just calls me, okay, Scott. Like, what? I just, yeah. per- I just introduced myself as Roy Scott, you fuckhead. Come Ultimately. On. Ultimately, nobody cares enough to say you. That's true. So um, That's not the greatest thing you built either in California. You built a shop. You built a tiny shop. Yeah. It's 120 yeah. square feet of awesome. That's that's awesome. I love Great. my little space. It's it you know, it's a bit difficult I'm, in terms of just optimizing space within that yeah. thing because the anvil and the forge are as big you can't make them smaller. Right. How, how big was Hoffman's shop, Chris? I don't remember what he said. He it's worked small. out a very very similar size though, his so, original shop. Yeah. Brett, you've got no excuses. You could be the next there you Hoffman go. in your in your tiny shop. Boom. All right. I know he was a guest of yours, but I don't plan on uh, churning out axes like he does. <laughs> that dude's a monster. Hey, and f- and for the record, dude, <laughs> for the record, Brett, 
the production value on your videos is like tits McGee. I love watching them. They're they're so freaking good. They're so crisp. Um, seriously, so hats off to you on that. They look I appreciate really good. that, man. I still think two of my favorite episodes or videos are the ones with Chris. I think the one in his shop where Don't we made the anchor. Say that. Dude, God the anchor it. video is like watching a movie. It I still is amazing. think. I'm I'm putting the post vice restoration that you helped me work on, Chris. Right, right. That's still probably one of my favorite videos. Just how it was shot and the etch at the end, which pissed enough people off in the comments to just be like, <laughs> "Fuck them, I hate them, <laughs> fuck them." I don't, all. Get, I don't know yeah. why people get mad about that. It's like you're exposing something beautiful that you wouldn't otherwise see. It doesn't yeah. matter. Fuck them. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. But yeah, it's been, it's seriously been a good year. I know we're probably kicking uh, real close to the 15 minutes, but it's been a good year. It's just been a lot of hard work. I feel like everybody's in that same uh, yeah. situation of just, if it's locked down, then work harder. And I got a lot of good things happening. You know, I think the end of the year, or I think the year is going to wrap up pretty well and get a good kickstart into next year. Hopefully the paperwork for the cabin goes through. Keep making progress on that. And just so everybody's aware, the Forged Home channel that I started for the cabin restoration or the cabin renovation, I'm so stoked for it because every day that I'm working over in my little shop, I just think of another idea that I can forge for the inside of the house. So the whole interior of the space and the cabin itself, when I really do it over, is just going to have so many forged and old world craft put into it. It's going to make awesome. the whole like... DIY home renovation tiny house mm -hmm. and then there's suddenly just going to be like a pirate blacksmith house. <laughs> Dude. Well, and you just and you just end up living in your collection of things that you've made which is just fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm stoked for it. It's that's, it's going to be good. That's great. And then, and then like, like when things get tight, you can just pull something off the wall and sell and it. Sell I mean, it. Come on. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Like I got to well, forge hey. a towel rack and then it's like, but that came out really cool. Anybody want this towel rack? Yeah, really exactly. <laughs> Shit. Don't think some of the pieces that I've put up, I'm like, I'm making this for myself. You know what? Somebody else probably wants this a lot more than I do. <laughs> exactly it. That, that will be cool though if you move in and you have all these pieces like over the last year that you've just folded and you're like this can go here and this can mm -hmm. go here dude it's gonna be so. great i i do want to make uh iron covers for the windows like the old mortise and yeah for the windows yep. stuff like that where i just I, I know it's gonna be tough to do that in my yeah. tiny shop but yeah i i've wanted to try a project like that and then it's like yeah but then it just goes on my house and it makes my house look cool well listen if it doesn't work out you can always fall back to interviewing porn stars i mean <laughs> that's everybody's takeaway from your interview no i heard i heard i can make a lot of money just selling axes that i find at junk sales Is, are your 15 it. minutes up motherfucker get the it. hell off of here I get the it. fuck out get out bitch my friend <laughs> oh shit we got 30 believe. seconds left in the 15 minutes of fury. Look, Brett started this entire podcast. I called him out of the blue and said, hey, you want to do a podcast with me and Roy? And he was like, hell yeah, let's do it. And and here we are today. So, Brett. Full circle, I baby. I can't thank yeah. you enough, buddy. Thank you for being the first thank guest on the episode. Thanks yeah, for giving I'm, us an glad, update. I'm glad to see everything's going so well for you guys, too. It's been super nice following the podcast and you guys individually. I'm just glad things are going well for everybody. Thank you. Same, same, I really appreciate same it. Same to you, man.
So go follow Brett on Instagram at Skull and Spade 13. You can find him on YouTube. You can probably type in Skull and Spade on YouTube as well, right? You can. I tag all of the videos with it. So there you go. Yeah. Go check out all his shit. Brett has an amazing, amazing channel. That's it. And if nothing else, you're there for the man candy. I mean, he is a beautiful specimen. He's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> All right, next up, we have Leah Arapach, the queen of metal sculpture, out in California. Another person from California. What's up, Leah? Not too much. How are you guys doing? Well, you say not too much. You're always like, I'm doing, I got this going on, I got that going on. I just moved into a treehouse. You can't say not much. Come on. You bought a (laughs) treehouse. Well, yeah, I mean, I haven't been in the shop very, very much lately because, um, yeah, Frank and I bought a 100-year-old hunting cabin that's up in the hills, and uh, I've just been trying to get that to a place where it's livable, basically, so. And when you say um, up in the hills, it's literally on a hill. Yeah, it's on a hill. Um, we, it's a big piece of property for Oakland. Um, but yeah, the, the grade in the backyard is 42 degrees. And uh, yeah, and um, it's it's a liquefaction zone. So I've been kind of crawling around the hill trying to shore it up. So if it rains, it doesn't turn into a mudslide that yeah. is in the, it winds up in our bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that's that's intense. Well, the house has been there for 100 years. I mean, it's got to be safe enough, right? I mean, that's the logic that we keep putting to it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it's just been kind of an interesting learning curve. I don't, I feel like as a metal fabricator, a lot of people assume that I know how to do construction and fix things. And um, that's actually not true. Yeah. (laughs) I have no idea how to do anything. And so it's been a big learning curve trying to get it, you know, fixing every door and fixing everything that's broken and um, trying to, yeah. And I, I don't know anything about working land. So that's kind of been, no. And your hair is green since last My time hair we is talked. Green. Are you becoming one with nature <laughs> and like turning into this poison ivy character? <laughs> Yeah, I am leaning into my uh, weirdo side a little bit, I think. Um, and welcome, welcome to the next uh, part it. of your life. Yeah. That's the next phase, yeah. 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 Complete weirdo living in a treehouse on the side of a hill. <laughs> and and for the listeners out there, it's not just green hair. Like, her bangs start at, like, yellow and fade down through green into a dark green. It's fucking good. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's, good. Pretty, it's pretty fucking funky. Did so. Frank do that? No. <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't know. <laughs> I do my wife's hair sometimes when she Of asks. course you do, you fucking... Damn. Yeah, um, I, this was professionally done. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I can't stop laughing at that hideous tattoo you got on your oh, neck. Shut Jesus your face. Christ. Come on, let's move on. <laughs> so much room for White Claw on the other side. <laughs> I- are you so, done? Leah, we know you haven't been in the shop, but you have been <clears throat> posting some old, amazing stuff, which we were like trying to get you to do. And let's talk about that scorpion. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, yeah, that was student work. I was really into building everything with angle iron. Um, and I think that, you know, I did that in like 2012, 2011, something like that, and just sort of lost a lot of respect for it when I changed into really organic work 
Um, and then kind of pulled it out the other day because it had been broken and just thrown aside for a while and was like, this would actually be a pretty badass lawn sculpture. Yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, love it so much that I'm afraid to put it outside. It's already rusty. It's all good. Um, so I just, you know, fixed it literally needed like one tack, um, to be a complete sculpture again. How much does that um, thing weigh? It looks, I mean, if it's made out of angle iron, it's gotta be freaking heavy, right? Yeah. I mean, I, it, it comes apart in pieces because every piece is like a lot of leverage and stuff. Um, Uh, it probably weighs about 80 pounds in total. Really? It's heavy for you, Roy, not for Leah. I know. That's right. (laughs) So did you put that in your front yard? I put it in our backyard and we have a big spider in the front yard. So people you, are starting to neighbors? understand. Yeah, we have neighbors. Yeah. Are they <laughs> like the um, woman with probably... the green hair just put up another yeah. bug? There's yeah. another <laughs> bug in the yard. The giant they're, bug. Yeah. they're like, they're like having wine get togethers and go, did you see those fucking weirdos that moved in next to us? <laughs> I hope so. I That's hope great. So. I love yeah. it. So yeah. you haven't been in the shop. Are you guys like on lockdown right now in California? We are, yeah, we are, Um, and I. So nothing's changed since we talked. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) We've come full circle. We really have. Yeah, we came out a little bit and then went back and right back into it. That's right. I mean, I I was able to get one one sculpture done this year, but um, I'm I am working on some bronze. Working on a a belt buckle that I have one cast. Um, Please talk about that. It looks looks amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't believe I, I I kind of was surprised when I realize that that was the first time I've ever made a belt buckle because I've been fucking around with jewelry for years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think it was a very fitting piece. It's actually quite comfortable to wear. Um, and, you know, I, I got my friend Katie, um, owns and operates a small metals foundry. She does all my, my bronze pouring, but, uh, she, uh, she was able to get one out for me. Um, but she's so backed up right now that, you know, each one of these, occupies an entire flask when it's cast so um it's a lot of work it'll be a lot of work to do a run of these so they look amazing i really like it um i did a really shitty job with the leather i've never worked in leather before and sort of just yeah threw fuck together, leather <laughs> threw together a belt and then realized like wow this is a lot of work i'll probably just thank you um, yeah yeah it's a lot of work um i didn't realize and i'm really slow and bad at it so welcome to my um, life <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so so, I have so a- oh, sorry so no, whenever you whenever you get up and running, um, like what do you think um, your quantities of these are going to be, and what's the price point in this belt buckle? Because it's fucking fantastic. Well, I was trying to get a number. Um, I, I need to find out how much it costs to cast them, um, and then I do know that it takes me about a half day to assemble one. So once the it, it's there's several molds that this comes out of, and then it's about 20 pieces that need to get re-waxed welded together. Yeah, because you can't just pull that out of a mold. It's it's like 20 pieces of wax that come out of a mold that need to be assembled oh, and then cleaned up. So uh, each one is like a its own fabrication piece, um, and I can do about three in a day. So... I'm not really sure how much. Wowza! <laughs> Just sell them for sell them for a grand. Who cares? I mean, like <laughs> they definitely won't be that much. Um, and I, you know, I'm I'm still trying to, um, you know, my new mission is to make things that people can actually afford. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that this can be one of those things. You so know, kind of like where are you hoping your price point's going to be? 
Um, I I would like it to be south of three hundred dollars for that, one. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. For as for as much work as you're talking about, I mean, I feel like a dummy now because I was just like, well, you make a cast, you pour it, and then you bust open the cast, and you're done. You put some well, leather on it. Ideally, that's how bronze casting works, but I always make everything so fucking complicated <laughs> that, like, when I give something to Killian, I'm like, I have a new project, and she's like, Jesus Christ. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Crazy. We're actually we're actually gonna have Killian on too next year. Hell yeah, she's yeah. awesome. Sounds awesome to own a foundry. Like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, crazy. I mean, yeah. She was an MFA when I was an undergrad at Academy. And, um, you know what MFA just, is, Roy? I think it's a Master it's of Fine Arts. No, it's you got it. Motherfucking artist. <laughs> hey, us, us people with masters, like, we run in the same circles, oh, bitch. Jesus. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You got a master's. I'm not artist. in that club. I do. I do. I, I know you do, buddy. I know. So what else, Leo? Um, I mean, I'm getting my studio. I, this we're in my home studio, but it's also our den. Yeah. You know, this place is small. It's cute. It's not like our big warehouse apartment. Um, right. So I'm starting to realize that this is going to work for now as far as doing clay models. But we have a foundation up on the hill for deck, and mm-hmm. I think I need to build myself a workshop up there. You know, um, that sounds like a good idea. And it yeah. sounds like kind of a common thread. Every time we talk to someone, it's like, um, I'm, I'm, in, you know, I'm, I'm doing this in the shop or I want to get this. I want to get that. I want to you know, like, we're always thinking about doing something bigger and better. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It hadn't really occurred to me that I could do that. And I was like, oh my God, I'm kind of stuck with this limited amount of space. And then I was like, we have a huge backyard and yeah. um, it would be cool to learn how to build something. So, you know, is it, is it a pain in the ass to build shit in California? Like we just got it, done it, talking to yeah. Brett and he's been going on like a year just trying to get electricity out to his property. Yeah. That's going to be a problem for me too. Cause I, we, our, our panel is completely maxed out. So, and we have wow. no 220, um, which I would like to run up the hill. Um, it's not as difficult. I think it's not as dis- difficult for me because my husband is a land use lawyer. So like, I'm like, mm, get a permit, get a perfect. permit, you know, yeah, perfect. Um, Make it happen. He just has, he has a little bit more, um, you know, he, a capability he just writes, of getting He just there. writes that shit in his sleep. Come on, just yeah. move on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think that the thing that's going to be hard for me is because we're on a hillside and everything needs a foundation because, first of all, the grade is so intense, but also, yeah, yeah, if it's a liquefaction, you can't put anything heavy on the hill or else it can go, you know, mudslide into your house. What but, did um, you say the degree was? of 42. Pay 42. Attention. 42. Yeah. Jesus. And then the Eyes front is count. more steep. No kidding. So, yeah. Um, that's why it feels like a treehouse because out front you are looking at the top of trees because they're, right. you know, growing on the, at the mm-hmm. bottom of the hill. At the base of the hill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's good. It's just expensive to, to build things up here because it's so the, the terrain is just so hostile, you know, that's some exciting so. shit. Yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Did you guys seek out this piece of property? Well, we were looking over the summer, um, and we found this one, and we're just like, holy shit. Because most of the we, – we like this hill, and this seems to be where, like, a lot of the old hunting cabins are. Um, and a lot of them just slant – the floors slant downhill because – when it used to rain up here, um, it w- like the the cabins would flood, and so they would just the water would just run right through the house and out. 
so we were lucky to find one that actually has level floors and <laughs> isn't just the total crazy slam. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Is there so, nothing, I mean, nothing like, flat around you that you could have bought? That's a pretty no. low. That's a pretty low bar. Like we just want something <laughs> with a flat fucking floor. Yeah, that's all you really need here. Oh, I mean, God. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> so, hey, while we're talking about work, um, I love. I'm showing her this picture of the oh. <laughs> uh, the bronze handbag with the snake wrapped around it. Can we talk a little bit about this? Yeah. Yeah, um, that is my most well-traveled piece. I did that one in 2012. Um, that was one of the pieces I did for Fashion Week in New York. What? I yeah. Think Roy, Roy, you remember when we had her on the podcast <laughs> and we talked about all this? You stupid yeah. fuck. We, we actually talked <laughs> this about exact, this one? This exact shit. You just bring it up. Like the exact <laughs> fucking thing. Jesus <laughs> Christ, what is wrong with you? Uh, I've had Leah, too many beers between Leah, then and now, I'm motherfucker. Head. At, Leah, I'm actually looking for a co-host for the Action Iron Podcast. <laughs> we can change the name to fit whatever you want. So if you have time, since you're on lockdown, you don't have a shop, maybe we can get together and we can start a whole new thing and with a competent person. <laughs> you know, it sounds good. Jesus Christ, Roy. I remember the, I I remember the talk about left. I remember the talk about Fashion Week. I don't remember this specific piece. Of course piece. you do. Project Runway. That's, I, all seriously. You, that's all that keeps going in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Jesus Christ. I don't know if we actually talked about that specific piece, to be fair. Thank you! My savior! My fucking savior! I don't feel like an asshole now. Don't know, Leah. You're just trying to help him out of a hole here. Hey, I need all the fucking help I can get. on Roy doing his old scroll through the Instagram. Let's talk about this. It's three sick. It's the ninth one back. Okay, I'm just looking at her feed as we're going on. Give us a quick snake and the leather bag thing. What is it? Well, bronze, yeah, not I mean, bronze. I, Sorry. I'm having to uh, post old work because I haven't done anything new in a while. Um, but that piece just went to a museum um, in Seattle. So that's that's at Museum of Museums for their show, Good Witch, Bad Witch, which is really awesome. I saw I was able to do a virtual tour, but they're not open to the public yet. But that piece has been in several museums. Um, it's like my most popular piece. I almost kind of use it as currency these days when people are like, oh, I want to, I, I want that for this, this museum show. I'm like, fine, but you have to take a steel sculpture as well. Oh, <laughs> Cause that's what I'm actually go. trying to do. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But that piece is very popular despite it being the, you know, the least functional bag you could possibly have. It weighs <laughs> a lot. Well, it's, it's definitely a conversation piece, and it's super freaking cool. I mean, super cool. Thank Chris you. could never make anything like this. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. You'd fuck it up with a dragon twist or something. Leah's the motherfucking queen of sculpture over here. Yeah. Leah, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being on this episode, the 15 Minutes of Fury. We're getting ready to hit our deadline. we got to get to our next guest. But thank It was you, my thank pleasure. You. My pleasure. Good to see you guys. We want you on here as much as you want to come back on here. 
I'm shoot here the shit for with it. Us. I'm down. <laughs> Good luck with no mudslides. None of that yeah, shit. Really. Hopefully it's yeah. not a rain, rainy winter. I don't know what it does in Oakland, California. Do you get snow there? It doesn't rain. It doesn't rain. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it never snows. Well, oh. it yeah, we've been, you know, we've been without rain for a long time, but it'll it'll be this year. It'll it figures it will be this year that it'll rain and pour But nothing nothing's on fucking fire though, right? We're good. Nothing's on Not fire. Not anymore. No. Good. good. <laughs> no. Yeah. Guys, if you guys don't know who Leah is, go to Leah Arapach on Instagram. You can also find is your website Leah Arapach too? It is. is yeah. It? Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go follow Leah. Go check out Leah's shit. If you don't know about Leah, open your fucking eyes and go check out Leah's shit. Thank Seriously, you so much, Leah. off the charts, awesome stuff, and congratulations on the new property and building the shop. Can't wait to see what you're gonna build. Next up, we have everybody's favorite glass-blowing wizard, the Dreyshroyer, Andrea DeLeon. <laughs> you guys give me too much credit. <laughs> What's up, Andrea? The fuck we do? Yeah, you're a fucking badass. Seriously, oh, come goodness. on. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, lots of stuff has been happening since I've talked to you guys last. A lot, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, let's get into it. Um, let's see. So, uh, I'm now like the resize operator for this, uh, place that makes glass for semiconductors. I basically run like the biggest lathe on the planet. <laughs> Ser- is it I'm- seriously? I don't know. I, I highly doubt there's one bigger. Um, so the, the bed is, as I mentioned, like last time it's like 28 feet long. Yeah. The bore is, uh, 21 inches. And I fit like pretty much like three tubes in there that are around, 10 to 12 feet. So it's pretty long. Um, but yeah, and, it's. And we're talking about the machine that you posted on Instagram a few days ago or last week where you're like standing in front of this huge beam of light. Is that correct? Yes. What's yeah, up with the, the lighting one. in there? What's up with that? We so talked about that in the shop. Everybody's like, what's up with the purple lights? I'm like, oh, maybe she likes purple lights. It's dark as shit. It's really yeah. dark in there um, because once that machine's running, it's like daytime you know in there it's like insanely bright uh which is actually probably one of the most brutal parts of it um all the uv that's coming off of there yeah um but yeah so that blue light is actually for the camera to read the um the outer diameter so a lot of the stuff has Ah. to be like to spec like i have like a millimeter tolerance most of the time and so there's like a foot to the left of the burners there's like a camera that reads and so it needs that blue light to be able to read it so um, it is intentional mm-hmm. yeah then, it's not just because you like blue and purple lights it's, no it, i mean it's actually doing something. i mean i do but <laughs> it looks like a nightclub when you turn that thing on and the fires go you did that thing the other day for nick anger in the fight like you started oh, yeah. the first burner and then they yeah. all turn on. Jesus, it's yeah, like you turned he, on the sun. Totally. He, yeah. he wanted a sneak peek. Like, I was just nerding out with him. And I, I was honestly afraid to, like, toast my phone. Like, I I, I wasn't sure you were going to be able to see anything in the first place. But, yeah. Yeah, and then it's weird because it, like, the glass, after I, like, fuse it together, it turns into this, like, fuchsia pink, like, Jolly Rancher and you got a new shop too huh yeah um i'm you got all uh, sorts I'm, of shit going on girl yeah for sure i'm really really excited and, and uh, grateful that i found this spot because like it's hard here in austin to find something not only that but it's also like fucking expensive around here but i yeah. i um uh, 
buttered up the the landlord and um hell yeah yeah so it's yeah i'm slowly moving everything in and getting some grants and stuff to out like the you know exhaust system and electrical and all that yeah it looks um, like you're moving quick trying i'm yeah doing, i feel like it's never fast enough obviously it like, takes yeah. time I mean, yeah. when you go oh, from yes. whatever, whatever, because you were only in like a, was it like a one car or you're sharing a garage with somebody or what was, was the, what was your I had like shot? a corner of a garage. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, that, and now you I've done that for years. Out. Yeah. And I, I kind of, I was supposed to share that space, but I got greedy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I, I the, immediately I started becoming like, really like, 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 I don't know protective over that space because I hunted for like a month you know I was gunning for something like that and um all of a sudden and I was also weird about like COVID I didn't know like they want that many people in the shop and stuff and I have a lot of shit (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. I mean Um, nobody being there will probably give you a chance to grow like crazy too like, yeah, I wanted I wanted to move all the knife stuff in there and um, as well, even though it's like obviously not ideal to have the glass and like the dusty metal stuff in the yeah. same space. But um, whatever, I'm going to make it work because why not? Right. Yeah, it looks like you're doing a damn good <laughs> job putting everything up and organizing and fucking that's some inspiring shit, man. Everybody we've talked to so far has gotten a new fucking shop or they're getting ready to put up a shop. Well, I mean, because I'm like COVID, like the pandemic forced me to stay put long enough yeah. um, to mm-hmm. where I was like, I just needed somewhere to stay sane. Right. You know, I, I just, uh, I had to do it. And even though like I was actually going to about to rent out next to my shop is uh, another metal worker friend of mine. He's like, you're probably one of the only people looking to rent a shop space here. And I'm like, well, I'm sticking around. Like I got, uh, you know, I got this gig. I'm having stable enough to where I know I can fucking. I got run this it gig, no big deal. I'm run, I'm running the largest freaking lathe over there. I'm like burning wormholes into fucking space. <laughs> I love no big deal. portals. That's yeah. my favorite thing. It's exactly yeah. what it looks like. I'm like, this is a fucking. This is it's a fucking death she's got a, It's a fucking death ring. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I was terrified when I was like training to use that thing. But what? man, I'm not gonna lie. Like turning on like pressing that button that turns on the burners yeah just mm-hmm. never fails always puts a huge smile on my face like, oh i thought you were gonna say something else it's pretty crazy <laughs> it's pretty crazy um, now what's the schedule like at that place are you there full I mean, time? We were, it was actually a really nice uh no right now i'm doing part-time um at first it was like the perfect like um uh, for pandemic reasons i was taking the weekend shift Okay. Uh, doing like three tens, and so there's only like two other people in the building, and I was just like in the back of the building running this machine by myself, so I didn't really have a lot, a lot of interaction. And then they kind of which sounds nice. It yeah, it's it is. Um, yeah. And then they shift me over to second shift because they're trying to like, you know, save money, and not have the everything running all the time. And you said you're um, doing conductors for what? I didn't I didn't catch the last part. What it's was it? it's just for the courts industry, semiconductors. I get I don't know. There's a, some stuff for universities. That this hmm. one, uh, one of my coworkers was working on this like reactor that's for 
uh, God, what was the name of the universe? Some university that's in, uh, researching uh, dark matter. So um, Wait, what? Yeah. See, so I'm not too far <laughs> off my yeah, fucking burning like, wormhole. Yeah, what the See? hell? I'm it's not just insane. on here for comedic relief, motherfucker. Yeah, that no, is weird. No, that is for real, yeah. Um, I'm a genius. I have another didn't even in... fucking know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a fucking, yeah, you're a fucking genius. Right? You're a genius, Roy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, I'm still uh, getting a bunch of, uh, you know, tattoos done while I'm here, too, and doing trades for those, and really grateful cool. for that, yeah. Hell yeah. So, and you're mixing in the it. knives a little yeah. bit? Yeah finally like kind of getting some momentum with that yeah mm-hmm. um yeah what do you there's... mean what do you mean as far as getting momentum what does that mean like... i just feel like it's been a while since i've like been actively like busting them out you know yeah um and i'm actually slowing down taking commissions i'm only doing like special uh commissions because um i need to start investing more time into setting up the glass stuff um i just need to put some hours in and I gotcha. uh, then, like, I can just I, my lathe is coming relatively soon, so I have to build the bench for that. And so this whole thing's ultimately going though. Is you're that's going to be like 100%. You're going to be doing glass work in there and sculpture and stuff. Definitely and never are... 100% anything, right? Like, really? I'm definitely going to have a bunch of stuff, but I do want to ultimately, guys. I, I just, I'm not going to lie. Like, I. You want to do love... whatever the fuck you want to do. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> unfortunately, like, want to be doing a lot of things, but I'm a lot happier with a torch in my hand than with sandpaper. I realize that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's and fair. So, um, I want to be able to, like, um, like curate the processes to where I can like, you know, I want to maybe outsource some of the leather work maybe to my roommate who does awesome leather working. So I feel I'm a not, theme coming on. Know. Fuck leather. <laughs> Fuck leather. Yeah. That's what everyone's Dude. saying so far. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's, I'm glad I know how to do it and all that stuff, but like the amount of like time that it's like, uh, consumes is like I'd rather be and for uh, very yeah. little payoff too right yeah I I know that like I I basically give it away yep you know I just because it's it expected yeah people, I mean honestly like... that's that's like what my uh my mentor who like taught me how to make knives he's like it's it's not a complete knife without the sheath like yep yeah you're just like mm-hmm. yep that makes sense the guys I'm always here. stoked when someone else like is like, don't worry about the sheath, I, I got it. Someone else is doing it. I'm like, yes. Fucking hot fives. Yeah, the guys here don't even <laughs> they don't even make sheaths for their knives. They just sell them like that, and they say if you want a sheath, it's gonna be more than the actual knife. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad way to go. Yeah. 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 Just I know there are uh, there are a couple guys um uh, that I follow that they have like these little canvas, uh, little, like little pouches, like, a little piece of foam in there. They have their logo, uh, embroidered on the outside of it and they just stick their knife in there and ship them off. Um, yeah. I mean, I know it's yeah. going to cost more money, but I'm like on the back end, it would probably save a shit ton of time. For sure. I thought about that. And I do have some of those like cases, um, mm-hmm. that I will probably be using, but I think like, uh, I don't know. Like I, I mostly stick to EDCs, right? I'm not a chef. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I, I do make chefs knives, but it's few and far between. Um, just I, you know, 
fixed blade and stuff on me that I, I just, I don't know. I feel like. Wait, is that like mandatory? Live in Texas, you gotta have a fixed <laughs> yeah. blade I mean, on you. Pretty much. Yeah. Right? Like I kind of, I kind of want to make a ridiculous Bowie to carry around just because I can. Yeah, <laughs> like, do it. There you go. It. Why not? You know. Oh, yeah. Finally, like. Chris is still trying to figure out what EDC stands for. I know exactly what it stands for. <laughs> you should do more live streams. You did a live stream not too long ago. It was pretty badass. You've oh, done a couple. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I had mixed feelings about it because um, it's so awkward. Um, it's not awkward. Because, like, I feel like I'm, like, talking to, like, I mean, I know I love, like, that interaction. Yeah. But I feel like I'm just, mm-hmm. like, rambling to fill the space. And Welcome to our podcast. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's what we do. <laughs> no, don't feel it. Don't feel that way at all. People love to see behind the curtain. You know, your, your artwork is fascinating. The, um, all the stuff you're doing is really fascinating from the knives to the glass to the sculpture work you do. All that stuff's super crazy. So don't be afraid to share that with people because I think that inspires more people than you actually think it does. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I actually got some commissions from those live streams, so, which is great. Um, but speaking of, uh, I'm actually going to be on an online platform pretty soon offering like my whatever wealth of knowledge. Uh, I will give you guys the name of the platform soon. It's not live yet, but that's coming up this coming year uh, to where you guys can book some time like one on one with me and I can like teach you anything like online. Can you say what it is now? Uh, To be honest, like I don't know what it is. I'm not (laughs) exactly sure what what they called it, but I'm actually just finished up an email uh like giving all the information and the pictures and stuff like that so they're still working on the beta test mm-hmm. but just for people ah, okay. to know uh that's you know going to be an option if you guys want to do that and i'm also going to be teaching lost wax casting at the community college here next damn semester. you're doing it all Cha-ching. You, cha-ching. you sound like a lot. very busy person yeah, yeah i'm exhausted <laughs> Well, and and in your spare time, you're just like putting glass erector sets together. Like, I think this thing is super cool. I know that I'm digging on your Instagram here. Yeah. Um, but um, did you just that, say glass erector set? What is wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> yeah, I'm all like, sure. I, I love making those. I don't know what that is, but. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. I mean, you did this this big freaking thing. Andrew's like, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> Well, Which I mean, one come are on. Referring to like the, the, your last a, your last post where it's like, like oh, the, yeah. the, the diamonds it's like the diamond together. Yeah, for sure, those are fun to make. Um, it's it's harder than because I'm used to making them out of steel, and steel's way obviously way more forgiving to where you can just kind of heat the section and bend it, and then get right. it to tack, and you just tack it and weld that. But glass not is not going to let you do that. Yeah. No. Um, so it's a little trickier, but, um, pretty satisfying still. I think that's why I like making those because I just, everything, like everything else, you know, with the knives and jewelry and the glass is so like to the micron millimeter. And then this, I just mm-hmm. don't have to measure anything. I just you like, to measure that shit. looks good, whatever. Just Hell yeah. Yeah, put that there. Why not? I mean, Your caption was, it was so satisfying to not measure anything and just melt. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. I think I think it's I think it's really cool. It's very abstracty and just you put it together like an erector set. Sorry for that's that ex- reference. It's exactly why yeah. I started forging because I didn't want to measure shit. I didn't want to give a fuck about if this lined up with this. I just wanted to like go. 
just fucking go. Right, yeah. That's, That's how a lot of my sculptural stuff is, too. Hell yeah. Well, it sounds like your life is going, going, going. It's awesome. Fucking crazy, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Everything. Congratulations on the new shop, the gig that you're making Stargates now, and all that <laughs> fucking you. cool shit. I can't yeah, wait man. to see Earth 2. I mean, come on. Like, whenever you, whenever you <laughs> open that portal, there let me know. I, I'm... Honestly, guys, I'm just trying to get the hell out of here, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on. Fuck this place and fuck you, I'm 2020. Out. I'm out. Later. I'm out. <laughs> Thank you mess. so much, Andrea, for joining us. Guys, go follow Andrea at the Dre Stroyer on Instagram. Her shit is fascinating. Everything she does from her stories to her artwork to her knives, it's fucking killer. Go give her a follow. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yep. See you later. See you soon. Bye. All right. Next up, we have the maker man himself, Chris Zeppieri from Make Everything Shop. What's up, Chris? What's up, boys? How you guys doing? Last time you were on this podcast was nine months ago. Nine months ago. That's crazy. A lot of shit has changed. It feels like it was like yesterday. Uh, well, I can't that's, believe you guys are still even doing this nine months yeah, that's later. That's true. I, yeah, no, no. I can't believe it either. It's been a year, which is insane. But sketchy, sketchy as fuck. This is our 15 <laughs> minutes of fury episode, and you were one of the six greatest interviews of 2020. Wow, that's but... that's an who voted on that? Was it just like <laughs> you two? It was actually me and my dog. Whatever, whatever <laughs> he barked at when I said their name. Yeah. <laughs> nah. It was one you of the. Yeah, one of the turkeys did it. What's up, man? A lot's a lot's been going on with you. You have your own podcast now. Yes, with, uh... man. I have a podcast now. It's it's been it's been good. It's been a really busy nine months. I think so. Nine months ago, where we was it COVID yet? That was pre-COVID, I think. It was. I yeah, think I it think, was. Yeah. I, think it, I don't think it happened yet. So I think we. I probably had a lot of plans <laughs> that <Yeah>. didn't happen <laughs> in that last interview. But no, it's been a really good. Uh, it's actually been a really productive year, despite all the things I didn't get to go to. Um, you know, I've been doing a lot of work. Somehow, my client base, which I thought would shrink, you know, stayed busy, and I bought a ton of tools, which was yeah, always it like fun. it. Yeah, you know, it was it was a good year. It's been a good couple of months. You know, I've been just just trying to stay busy and figure out what the next thing is. You know. I think that's uh, what everybody's doing. That's what. Yeah, that's what we're all doing. <laughs> yeah. So what else? What else has been going on? Let's see. Um, well, first of all, talk about the podcast. You do it with uh, Paul Pinto and Derek, <laughs> Derek from Malden. And thank uh, you. It's, it's called the Handmade Podcast, right? And what do you guys talk yeah, about all so there? The hand, yeah, the Handmade Podcast. Um, it's been it's been really fun. It's been kind of like us trying to find our groove for the first couple months. You know, we had like a little bit of a format, um, and now it's. It's good because, you know, the the three of us, we're all like close friends and we all kind of keep up a little bit during the week. But at the same time, it's like a good opportunity for us to sort of bounce, you know, bounce ideas and our opinions off of each other. And, you know, we, we always I feel like every week all of us have something sort of dynamic happening. You know, Derek's uh, Derek's in the basement, you know, trying to like fit a machine down there. Paul's like Jesus putting Christ. up a building somewhere, you know, and then I got some sort of ridiculousness going on every week, either I'm, you know, buying a machine and Paul's making fun of me or, you know, I just broke something, you know? So it's like, I feel like the three of us all have such a, 
such different things going on week to week um, that it's always good for us to kind of relay our experiences. Plus, you know, Paul's like 21 years old, so he gets to hear from like old Derek and middle-aged me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you guys should, I'm I'm a fan of the podcast, not only because I'm friends with all of you guys, but it is a great show. But it should never it should have never been called the handmade podcast because you guys absolutely never talk about making anything. I know. <laughs> it's I it's know. always about what tool was bought, what do we fuck up, what happened that yep. week. Yeah, it's yep. a good show though. We uh we it's it took us like almost two months to figure out what the name of the stupid podcast was gonna be. Yeah. And mm-hmm. every time you come up with like a good name, there's like, like six other podcasts by that name. So uh, handmade just seemed to fit. But which is so funny because almost every single episode we spend 20 minutes talking about Derek's CNC and my CNC. <laughs> exactly. <and Paul> <laughs> CNC. So it's like all our hands do is type the code into the damn computer at this point. Yeah, exactly. There you go. But it's, the, uh, no, it, it's good. Have you noticed the influx in YouTube views? I know you have a pretty successful YouTube channel. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Maybe people don't know how great the Make Everything Shop YouTube channel is. Well, thank you. Um, YouTube has been kind of weird for me over the last couple months. I've noticed that like my newer videos and the stuff that I did um, over the last few months haven't done as well as my older videos, but my older videos are like, kind of picking back up and like booming all of a sudden. And I noticed a a bunch of people kind of in the same, you know, realm were feeling the same thing. And and I've kind of like attributed it to like, there was so much crazy media being put online during COVID that I feel like YouTube kind of put this sort of like haze over the new stuff before it was really known whether or not it was controversial and sort of billowed up some of the older stuff that was tried and true and definitely worked. So, um, mm, you know, interesting Despite that my channel has been doing really well, um, with some of the videos from like last year, I've been doing awesome. So no, it's been great. And, you know, more and more uh, interaction and, and comments and, you know, Instagram has been really good. And I think a lot of people are kind of inspired by the, the hustle and always getting, you know, getting equipment, buying and selling stuff. And I've been trying to be more, uh, uh, more in touch with messaging people on Instagram and kind of helping point them in the right direction, which has been awesome. It's been great to see the community uh, come together. So we got to talk about something here, Zep. Twenty nine hundred people you're following. You got to cut that crap down, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, just think about all the stuff that you're missing that's not getting thrown on your feet because you he might follow. Have a point. Well. It's you know what you're you're not wrong, but um, I've noticed that uh, I've noticed that you know there's there's every once in a while I'll be scrolling through and I'll see something from someone that I didn't even realize I was following and it'll be like the thing that inspires me for the, that day. So it's okay. like this kind of roll of the dice. Um, but uh, what Roy, what do you have like sixteen? You follow like sixteen or seventeen people at this point? Uh, at best fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's an exclusive club. Yeah. Um, for, for those of you listening, Chris talked about a little bit about his Instagram. Chris's Instagram is very, very good. He he does stories every single day, and his shop is always a shit show. It is mm-hmm. a 100% evolving shit show. <laughs> so yeah. the reason that I bring up the 2,900 people that you're following, um, in my haphazard uh, 
preparation for this episode, I thought, well, I should get on all these people's pages and see what they've been up to. Um, because I follow all of you guys and case in point, there's so much stuff on your feed that I have not seen. And I only follow 200 people and it's just the way that the freaking algorithm throws out different people's stuff. And there's so much cool shit that you've been doing that I have not seen. Like, I think the last thing, well, I, I know that I saw the skateboard ramp over the van. That was freaking awesome. But like the funniest fucking thing that you've posted recently that I saw was you riding in the desert going, I think the bridge port's right up here. That's what the marketplace ad said. I was dying. It was hilarious. Uh, I try to add a little bit of flavor and comedy. And and my my girlfriend is currently sitting next to me while we record this. And uh, she, that whole trip, I kept messing with her. Every time we'd be like on top of a mountain, I'd be like, honey, honey, look through the binoculars. I think I see an anvil down in that field. That's fucking I like, awesome. I like when you guys were in, I think you were in Maine or Michigan or somewhere and you were bringing out the steak anvil and she said that you were going to kill her in her sleep. <laughs> that was Vermont. Is that where it was? That, that was in Vermont, right? Yeah. Come on, come on. You got to dial into your guests here. <laughs> yeah, that was in Vermont. Every we had, day. He goes somewhere all the time. <laughs> we had just, uh, we had just left an antique mall in Vermont and, um, you know, I got to give her credit. She uh, she's always like, like if, we, if we're away traveling and we're kind of like not doing anything, she'll be like, oh, we should see if there's any like antique stores around. And I'm always like, really? Of course. Should. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I, I don't know so, if I need to tell you this or not, but you you need to get lock that shit down right now. <laughs> well, here, I, can, I can give you I can give you an exclusive. Dude. I can give you an exclusive oh, piece shit. of information is okay. that about. 20 minutes ago i proposed to her and she said yes what so, congratulations and now i'm on this now i'm on this call with you guys that's how important you are to me oh my god well congratulations and thank you very much wow andrew, she's, she's sitting next to me shaking her head andrew i'm so sorry that we had to do this podcast today <laughs> yo congratulations that's amazing he would plan it the same day he would plan that <laughs> yeah of course well at least he didn't propose to you at the antique place or wait that's, did you or in the shop the shop was yeah there, or his broken down house in east durham that, <laughs> <laughs> that house has such potential has such potential. It could be the mansion one day. One day. That's right. I thought well, it'd be funny to do it there, and then I'd never be able to sell it because I'd be like, "Honey, we can't sell a house. That's where we got engaged. We got to keep that." House. Oh my yeah. god! Exactly. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it fucking takes. Well, congratulations. Very seriously. Very yeah, that's Thank amazing. You. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, guys. What else? Oh, yeah. and, so. And, one thing, uh, I'd just like to thank her for shooting that very stalkerish video of the steak anvil that Chris was talking yes, about from the inside, good. from that the window. It looked so creeper, like, look at this fucker. What is he doing? Well, a oh, lot he's coming to my van. Oh, a shit. lot of people messaged me because they knew I knew that. They're like, who's filming him? <laughs> so he's probably his girlfriend. Classic. That I'm regretting my decision today. I'm remembering all these times. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be fine. Chris is the best. So, Zeb, uh, are we teaching classes right now during COVID? We got a couple we are not, left. We're not teaching classes during COVID, but I'm hoping to start again in the beginning of the year. Um, a lot of people have been messaging me 
and I really want to get people back into the shop. And I've been trying to, I've been thinking about kind of doing my welding class in a series of YouTube videos um, with a filmer, you know, where like someone is shooting yeah. it, you know, like getting the tight shots. And I'm basically would do like, cause you know, I mean, you guys, I know Chris, you've taught blacksmithing before. You could probably like in your sleep, say the things that you've said during your classes without yeah. ever like reading them off a script. I could recite my whole welding class. So I'm thinking that maybe me and Matt are going to do like a virtual intro to MIG welding. Um, just because, you know, just to kind of give it back to the community and, and then if people want to come in and do it hands-on, you know, we will still offer that too, but I'm just, you know, why not? I'll just give it away. Yeah, that's badass. We actually just got done talking to, um, Andrea De Leon and she's actually going to start offering, um, online classes as well. That seems to be the way the world is going, which is great because, um, you know, educating people is like awesome. It's the ultimate goal, right? Exactly. You know, that's, yeah. that's really what it's all about. Um, and getting, that's why I make the videos, you know, even like the stuff like the ramp, you know, like the ramps there because it's a cool thing, but it's also like to educate people that, you know, why can't you do that? You know? So start to finish down me in on timeline on that thing, because you were working on it for a while. Um, and it came out awesome and you got some great shots on it and it's super freaking cool. But like, uh, how long did it take and all that sort of stuff on that build specifically? I spent like a hundred hours engineering that just on the huh. computer before I even like touched piece of steel because it was like, I would sit down for like six, seven hours and like just work on like load calculations and all that stuff. And then go back and like redraw the whole thing. Cause it would be too heavy. So I spent so much time planning and then it, we worked on it like kind of on and off for like eight weeks. Um, just because like I needed to have the van there, the kid would take it. So we'd work on it for two days. Then he'd mm -hmm. take the van for a week, come back for two days. Then, you know, um, so I think like all in, um, there's, there's 450 gigabytes of footage of that build, um, just from my camera. So I have to assume Damn. it was like most involved builds we've ever done, but you know, Shit. unfortunately the video is my worst performing YouTube video that I've ever put out. Really? Um, but, uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, if anybody is listening to this, go run that video <laughs> up, make me feel better, but I don't even Head care over. because it was such an awesome experience. To you the know? Make Everything Shop YouTube channel and go watch all of Chris's content. Chris is amazing. Follow him on Instagram at Make Everything Shop. He's like one of my biggest inspirations on this planet. Chris Zepieri, 15 Minutes of Fury. Thank you so, so much for being on the show. And congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, buddy. you, guys. See you all soon. All right, we'll see you. Next up, all the way across the pond, as they say, we have Steve from Moonshine Metalworks. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I've got water coming out my nose now. <laughs> you weren't expecting it, were you? <laughs> no, you weren't expecting it. Steve, you're fifth up on the 15 Minutes of Fury episode we're doing for the Axe and Our podcast. What's up, man? How's it going? It's good, man. I mean, it, it's been a hell of a fucking year, but yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. That seems to be an ongoing theme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think pretty much everyone's had, like, as well as having all of the, the fucking corona shit to deal with, shit. everyone seems to have gone through their own shit as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's good. I mean, uh, we're closing out the year on a positive, like the... The business is going super fucking well. Um, the when um, you say business, you're talking about the forge that yeah. you you work yeah. with Al at, right? 
Yeah, so that's uh, sure. Alex Paul Ironwork. Um, we've uh, we've released the cookbook. Uh, I mean, at the beginning of the year, we got the website going, and that's gone fucking nuts. Um, yeah, we just had a really, really good year. Um, like in terms of sales and stuff like that, it's like all of the difficulties we faced, we seem to have uh, managed to find a way around it. And yeah, it, it's it's fucking great. Um, it, it seems that like a lot of guys that I've talked to, especially early on, like we were all in panic mode. Yeah. But as everything kind of played out, it seems that a lot of us are doing okay. Like it could have yeah. gone way fucking worse. So congrats to you guys and uh, what you have going on over there. Yeah. Um, the, the cookbook looks amazing. The stuff Thank looks Cookbook looks delicious. beautiful. Tell it, it Al does. He said the cookbook looks beautiful. Whoever whoever did the photographs for that is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I don't. Is. I don't even like half the shit in that cookbook, but it looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I browsed through a little bit of, of what I saw online and I see some stuff, yeah. but yeah, what a beautiful, beautiful cookbook. And to mix it with forging is fucking phenomenal. So congrats I mean, I, on that. But uh, enough think... about that shit. Well, let's talk about you. How's how has Steve's year been going? The fucking, uh, the hillbilly voodoo motherfucker. Come on. Let's yeah. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's it's just been a hell of a fucking year. Like, I've had some real shitty times, but I've had some good times as well. And there is some, there is some bright stuff on the, uh, like, on the horizon. Good. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to keep positive, trying to keep moving forward. So, I mean, when we, you say bright spots, do you mean beer? <laughs> Steve, Steve and beer go hand in hand. Yeah, I know. I know this yeah. guy. I, like, yeah. like I, I can relate to this motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, I've like today was a really fucking good day. Um, we uh, we so obviously this time of year shit starts getting cold because we're yep. where the workshop is. We're surrounded by orchards. Yep. Um, like apple orchards. Um, so this time of year, normally the the cider harvest is is happened, and the guys have gone and collected all the apples, and mm-hmm. any trees that have been blown over or like dead trees that they've pushed over, anything like that, they just say to us like, "Go in, help yourselves, get as much wood as you want." So we get all this beautiful apple wood that you know we we could be using it for knife handles and shit like that, but we're just burning it because it's really good at keeping us warm um, <laughs> yeah but and that's all that great. wood's good for <laughs> exactly. oh my god and uh, a year of saying that horse shit <laughs> it's true but, it's but true. the best thing about it is the fact that uh like we went out today and we've got the new guy that's working with us jimmy he's um another really uh night nice, like he's a really good blacksmith he's he's really good fun to be around um and he's like he's become a really good part of the team um so it was me jimmy and joe uh, went out in the Land Rover into the field, uh, took um, like three axes. Um, so we like, had an axe each. I took the the Land Rover axe that I made. Uh, Jimmy had a, a Grand Spurs, um carpenter's axe and Joe had uh, our big um, English splitting axe. And uh, and we just hacked the shit out of some trees. I, sorry, Roy, I don't know if you, you know that um, a lot of people, they'll, they'll have axes and they'll actually... <laughs> I knew it was them. coming. I they won't just put coming. them on a wall. And okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're, you know what? There's You're on thin ice. You're on thin ice, motherfucker. In this podcast, somebody that we've already had on said the exact same thing. 
Hey, haters gonna fucking hate. I get it. <laughs> so you guys went out in the, went out in the orchard and chopped a bunch of shit up. Was it for a photo shoot or something? No, no, no. It was just because we needed some firewood. They oh, needed to okay. stay warm. I yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, so, the, uh, I don't know why everything you send me. Me and Steve talk offline. Like everything he sends me is the most beautiful picture ever, and it's just a normal <laughs> ass fucking picture. But it's like where he lives and where the shops at. It's just. The landscape and everything is beautiful, so that's yeah, why I was asking. You. That's why I was asking if it was for a photo shoot because he sends me two pictures of them cutting up wood, and I'm like, oh, they're on a photo shoot. He's like, no, I'm just getting wood. Yeah, no, it's just how we live our lives. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it, it was good, man. I mean, I it, it was just really nice to get out, and it's the first time I've used the the Land Rover X in anger, so it was really good to kind of test. In that. anger, that's awesome. Do you, know, do you not use that saying? Like when you like the first time you really use something, it's it's used in anger. Oh no, we no. say it when no. we use it in anger, <laughs> like actual. Yeah, and usually you end up in jail after that. <laughs> Jesus, I, honestly, man, I've I've been tempted to use it in anger over the last yeah. couple of weeks. But ah. but, uh, but yeah, no, and um, but yeah, it performed fucking brilliantly. It's like it's so much better than I was expecting. Like it, it does exactly what I wanted it to do. Like what I set out to, to make an axe do. I need to, um, I want to remake the handle for it at some point. Of course the you do. Thin. Um, mm. and yeah, cause I, yeah, I, I don't have as much practice as, as Roy does. Yeah, I'm, I'm fair, not that yeah. good yet. That's fair. I mean, I mean you're, well, you're only, you just work in an axe shop. I mean, I don't well, know why you would have experience <laughs> when all you do is carve axes. You fucking better be good at it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> What's this? You're making fucking axes now. Look, yeah, come a, on. Look, this go. is what? This is just a, I'm just experimenting. That's all I'm doing. I'm, I'm just, just experimenting. Ex I'm experimenting <laughs> with different forms, and they just happen to be axe Whoa, 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 whoa. Different what? forms? You one trick pony motherfucker. That's no, I am thank you. Fucking <laughs> thank I you. I give the people God, what they it's want. About oh, wait. <laughs> I meant to. I meant the the form of the axe, not the oh. back end of it. The back end of it, I have to put on there because that's what the people want. Tomorrow, there's going to be an axe available from me. Oh shit! This is this is two weeks down the line. Anyway, doesn't matter. Soon. By now, there will be another dragon axe that you guys will all see that uh, yeah. yeah is done and completed and ready to go. But yeah, you're going to put a good handle on it this time or not? I mean, it's carved. It's carved. <laughs> you're not you're not saying that with a whole bunch of confidence it's carved <laughs> it's got shit on it it's carved mm, made the, ner the nerds are gonna fucking love it god oh, enough man. about you motherfucker let's get back yeah. to steve yeah exactly so yeah. what else what else is uh what else talk is about the channel life? for the forge that you're doing all the filming for how's that yeah. transition yeah. been i know you used to have you dabbled a little bit with having your own youtube channel then you said fuck yeah. that shit but now you're filming for the Forge. You're actually filming their YouTube content. Yeah. So I mean, the the Moonshine channel. Like, I at some point I want to go back to doing bits for that. But that was always about just fucking around, making stupid jokes, and and having a laugh. Um, right. And with the Forge stuff, yeah, it's it's a bit more kind of serious. I'm thinking about the cinematography side of it, the storytelling, the side of it. Um, right. trying to get like as as good a shot as possible. Um. And to be honest, we've we've got this other film that uh, that I've been working on uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, that's actually a commission for a project that we're working on. Um, 
so we're we're doing we've been making a hundred axes over the last couple of months. Yeah. And yeah. And basically, the the company that commissioned us to make the axes also wanted us to make a film about it as well. So cool. we made this film, which hopefully we'll be able to put out on our channel as well. Um, but double dipping, baby. Yeah. Fucking get yeah. get paid for it and put it out on us. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the channel is like, it's obviously not like uh, huge in the sense of someone that puts one video out and gets a fucking million views. Like, mm. something like <laughs> Jesus but... Christ, every time. <laughs> the animosity in these guys' voices when they say that shit drives me nuts. But yeah, no, I mean, we, we've like, I'm, I'm really happy with uh, like how well it's done in such a short space of time. But I'm at the point now where, you know, I'm shooting on a fucking 15-year-old camera yeah. that was a, an entry-level camera at the time. And it's it basically, I'm at the point now where I, if we want to keep making films, if we want to get better at making films and make more and, and, and all of that, I need to upgrade the equipment. So I think that's one of the things we'll be doing after Christmas in January is like looking at it and realistically going, do we want to do this? If we mm-hmm. do, like, how can we make it pay for itself like do we go on and do the patreon thing do we yeah you know selling merch do we do whatever because oh yeah shit that's the other thing is uh we've got a load of new merch out as well now uh so you can get like the forge hats and t-shirts and shit um which is good and i'm hoping like we can start using that as a way to generate some income so that we can make more better gooder videos because they're, <laughs> they're great fun so well, you you talk a lot about this on the pod on your podcast that you do. Steve is the host with Al and Brett on the Fools of Tools podcast. For anybody who doesn't listen to that show, go listen to it. You get to hear Steve say that's the thing at least 40 times <laughs> per episode. It is amazing. It's phenomenal for one person to use the same little s- sentence in like 50 times in <laughs> an hour is amazing. It's astonishing. But no, it's a great show, but you do talk about the um you know going back and forth with the forge and what you want to do you're like committed to this thing now right like oh yeah there's 100%. there's nothing else for you like this is where you want to be yeah this is what yeah. you want to do yeah that's yeah, awesome I mean, that's really good we, we funny enough we we had like a, a big um discussion uh between the, th- the the three of us like me al and joe yeah uh, about the business about where it's going and, and what we want to do and like I, I said to Al at the time, I have no desire whatsoever to run my own business. I, right. I love making stuff and I love having the opportunity to, to fuck around and have play days and, and, you know, make, uh, axes and stuff like that. And I've had people that have asked if I can make them, um, like that, that land over axe. I've had a load of people that have made like quite serious inquiries about buying one. Did those. you call it that? Did you call it that name? Yeah. Yeah. Cause have you I not told you about fucking, one? you better be I careful with that shit. <laughs> I can't even understand you. What the fuck did He's you say? Saying Land Rover. I have the same problem. Yeah. I can barely <laughs> understand the motherfucker, but <laughs> fucking English saying, motherfucker. Do you English. Speak it? <laughs> He's ah. saying the Land Rover X. Steve yeah. is a Land Rover head. Yeah, he no, I'm, I'm Land Rover. Yeah. So I'm look. So I'm looking at the photo here. You coined here. it the Land Rover X. Yeah. It's not <laughs> actually an X stylized. No from an axe that Land Rover gives you or something. No, okay. It's, it's called the, the Land Rover axe because I keep it in the Land Rover. That, okay. that, it, it, was, it was just the fact that I needed an axe to keep in the truck because the last gotcha. one broke and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to make a new one. There um, you go. 
but yeah, like I've had a bunch of people asking about uh, making some of them. And like, even when I've said that it's not going to be cheap and I've given them like ballpark figures of what it will cost, they're still interested. And it's it's really tempting to go, fuck it. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go make go off and make a load of these and, and make some money. But to be perfectly honest, I would rather be doing that for Al and working through designs and coming up with stuff and doing that through the business rather than trying to do it off my own back because there's, there's so much other bullshit to deal with. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm working with this or within this company that has all of that like teething shit sorted out. Like we've got, we've got the website, we've got a, a well-known brand. Like we've, we've got all the shipping and shit like that sorted out. Like why the fuck would I want to go off and do that on my own just because I might make like 20 bucks more sort of thing. Like I'm, I'm I'm not here to make money. I'm here to make shit. Like, and mm-hmm. if I get to make shit for, for Al, then even better, right? Rather than making it for myself. Um, so, can you do? Al, can you make stuff on your own, like kind of side hustle projects that aren't conflicting with the business? Uh, yeah, but we're 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 quite like open and honest. So this the, the whole conversation came from the fact that I I kind of said to Al, I've had a few people that have asked, would you mind if I made a few? Because it's the the kind of design is loosely based off of a uh, like a blank template that that he had that he'd never actually done anything with. But I was like, yeah, I, I kind of like like where that's going and did a little bit more to it. Um, so, yeah, like any any uh, any side projects and things like that that I want to do. Generally, I only take it on if it's something that I want to make. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll talk to him first and be like, would you mind if I did this? You know rent the workshop and we've got like a, a shop rate that I can, that me and Joe can rent the workshop on, uh, uh, that we can rent the workshop for to do our own projects and do our own work. Um, which is really good. Cause that way we all know where we stand and it's like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not using his fuel for free or his belts for free and then charging someone else for the work sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it's like, I, I think that kind of like open, honest communication is really important, especially in a small business like this, where, you know, people do want to get like little personalized things off us and, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, but, yeah like, majority of the time I try and push the business, like to, I, I try and push commissions to the business rather than directly to myself, just cause that way I, you get to make I, it anyway and yeah, you're getting exactly. paid to make it. So yeah, I get exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, Roy, do you have a question, Roy? You're like sitting there or are you just trying to understand mm-hmm. him? And you wanted me to have honor on? You can't understand Steve. You wanted me to have honor on here? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, all you, all your British, all you British fucks are that. the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, hey, guys. Uh, 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 go ahead, Roy. No, a little tidbit of info. Uh, there is actually an axe called the, the Red Rover. So kind of Land Rover, Red Rover. Uh, there you go. Fun fact. Yeah. Thank, thank you very much. Is it? <laughs> You're welcome, nerds. Is it what? <laughs> Would you say, Steve? I said, is that is it anything like the Black Raven? Because that's the only. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of uh, behind the scenes stuff here. If everything goes according to plan, and Steve's allowed to travel next year, he's actually gonna come stay with me for a couple weeks, and we're gonna make yeah. shit together. Fingers crossed that the world gets back to fucking normal. Listen, partner, if you if you come to the States, you've got to come to fucking Kentucky. I'd love to hang out with you, have some beers. and <laughs> Steve, let me explain Seriously. something to you. 
Don't nobody explain in the, shit. Nobody in the States <laughs> wants to go to fucking Kentucky, let alone <laughs> anybody from outside of the States. That's fair. That's so, fair. Steve, thank you very, very much for updating us on what's going on, being a part of this show, and, yeah, just being a part of everybody's lives. Go follow Steve at Moonshine Metalworks on Instagram. Follow The Forge, all that good shit. Go check out – what's the YouTube channel called for The Forge so I don't screw it up? Go uh, check out all this beautiful stuff that Steve's filming. If you put The Forge into YouTube, it should come up on top. But the like channel link is YouTube slash C slash The Forge UK. Okay, don't do any of that. Just type in The Forge and look for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you very, very much, Steve, for being on the show. And uh, we love you, buddy. You're the best. Thank, thank you guys for doing the show. It's yeah. Honestly, it's the fucking highlight of my week. You guys are great. Fuck yeah. For our last guest on the 15 Minutes of Fury episode, we have Mr. Mark Peacock, Deer River Craftsman. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing well. Fantastic. How's the neck, Roy? Or is everyone uh, else? No, you, you know, we've only talked about it a very little bit, and uh, it's tender. Um, I don't recommend it for anyone, but I already have the other side scheduled, so I'm an idiot. Uh, white Claw. Got tons of room <laughs> for off. White Claw right Just there. Just shut your face. Do they have shut White Claw face. over in, over in no, uh, the we, UK? We, we don't really do seltzer, all that kind of stuff. I'm, no, I'm not exactly good. sure what seltzer is, but I've, I've learned a lot about White Claw. It's been on axes. It's been... It's, <laughs> this this fucking White Claw, this wave of White Claw. You can thank Eric. You, you can thank Eric. Dos pistolas, you motherfucker! So, Mark, what's up? Since the last time we talked to you, of course, you're shooting all these beautiful, amazing shots in your shop. The landscape everywhere you go oh on your God, stories on. is beautiful. It is insane. What have you been up to since last time we talked to you? It looks like you've been up to a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's been been very, very busy. Um, so uh, I think it was July we talked last time, wasn't it? So um, yeah. uh, I've I think from a shop point of view, I've got the new workbench in place now. So that that produced that's, that's a lot. That's not of a workbench. Work. That's not a workbench. <laughs> <laughs> that's way too clean to be a workbench. That is a piece of fine furniture <laughs> <laughs> it's a you would it's, it's gonna get messed up now it's it's becoming part of the uh as like everybody's flat surfaces in their shops it's now becoming piled up with crap um everywhere so but it's no amazing it's amazing uh, how fast that happens isn't it yeah it is very very quickly how quickly yeah. that happens you must uh, be cleaning all the time because every one of your shots is like fucking pristine I mean, it's unrealistic. Well, he you know you're setting you, the bar really He doesn't high. tell you about the photography crew he has on staff there either. Absolutely. No, I've got I've, I've got film editors, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, just absolutely. <laughs> He's uh, got a whole crew of guys he knows. behind him. It's all about good content. Fireworks so, and good edits and smoke machines and oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, talking of smoke machines, Chris, you're the guy with the uh, with the new new editing career, the smoke <laughs> machines and the, and the lights. Jesus, that was. He's uh, having, fun. having fun. I'm having. Don't fun. buy into it. He's just freaking blowing smoke out of his fucking ass. That's all he's <laughs> we, doing. We, we we know it's Matt doing the filming though, don't we? So it's. Uh, <laughs> He does do he does do a lot of the filming, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot of the setting up. He loves doing that shit, so it's fun. We have a good time uh, doing it. Uh, but anyway, you've been making furniture like crazy, which is yeah, good. It, so I'm assuming the the business is good. Business is good. Um, I'm actually now booked up until April next year, which is is lovely. Wow! Uh, congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, 
it's it's been a it's been a really 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 good second half of the year. Um, I mean, it was it's been a really good year business wise. Um, we, we won't talk about the unmentionable. Um, yep. That really hasn't impacted. Well, we just got done talking to Steve about it and we kind of said the same thing. Like we all started off this year kind of like panic mode and now like shit's just turned out really well for and a bunch of makers. Yeah, we can't make enough shit. <laughs> exactly. And, and people yeah. and people people I mean uh, uh, it, the amount of people that have just contacted me and said oh, we're, we're we're stuck at home, we're just doing decorating, we're just mm-hmm. doing that. We now we've now got and there's a whole bunch of people that have got disposable income that they didn't have because they're not traveling to work and they're yeah. not so they're choosing to spend their money on nice stuff and I couldn't be happier with that. No kidding. So congrats on that, buddy. Seriously. Oh, thank you very much. So yeah, it's been been some really uh, really fun pieces. Um, I've um, I'm getting a lot more built-in work now, which I enjoy the built-in work because you've you've, you've got a bespoke it and um, make it very custom to to, to people's uh, um, uh, to rooms. Um, I've uh, I'm, I'm working on a bedroom project at the moment, so it's the bed, the bedsides, the mirror, the, the wardrobes. It, it's all all one design, all goes together. So that's that's pretty good fun. Um, yeah, it, it's I've, I've, I've Hang on, I gotta stop you. The fucking router table, like that's unnecessarily beautiful and functional <laughs> and color coordinated. I mean, come on. If like, you're gonna you, do it, do it right. You gotta do it right, absolutely. And, Fuck and off, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, it did take me a year to write the plans for that. I mean, I, I, I finished that in October last year, and I only put the plans out in October of this year. And the amount of people that were sort of ringing through said, "When are you putting the plans for this router table on your website?" And I'm like, "I'll get round to it. Honestly, I'll get round to it." And I'm like, "But, but surely this is what you do?" I'm like, "No, no. Actually, my main job is to build." furniture for people not to put plans on my website but it's right. it, it's good um uh, people people have uh, been really interested in that and um a lot of a lot of questions are around the plans and those plans generated interest in the in the outfit assembly table so yeah i as we said last time if i'm going to make something for the workshop i want it to not only be functional i want it to look great because dude hands down it is fucking gorgeous congrats on that dude very much Thanks. We said the same so thing nice. last time we had this conversation when you were on. Your shop is beautiful. I follow three wood guys. I'll tell you who they are right now. Right, Everybody knows my disdain for wood. I follow Paul Jackman because he's a comedic genius. I don't care about what he's on, but he's hilarious. I follow Michael Alm, which is another one that's insane. He's right he's up there artist. with you. He's an absolute artist, that guy. He's, yeah. yeah, and Mark. That's it. So for you, you listeners out there, that's it. Those are the only three guys you need to follow. There is nobody else. <laughs> oh, that, no, that's a mistake. You guys are, you guys right are there, so. yeah, you guys are relatable. You guys are all like, you know, in your shops, working on nice shit, doing fantastic okay, work. All right, dude, you're over, like, you're overselling um, relatable. There's nothing relatable about a GQ model in a pristine Look, fucking just workshop. Because just because Mark <laughs> is an attract, that seems to be a theme here. We've had a, 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 an immense Some- amount of attractive human beings on here being interviewed by two of the ugliest motherfuckers on the planet. That's true. That's we have a, true. We have radio faces, people. Everybody we have on here <laughs> is like a model. Mark, you're one of them. Mark, can we talk about? I know we've talked about it before. You live in a beautiful part of the country. Yes. We're, how your stories they captivate me the stories they you do. post on instagram 
How far are the go follow Mark? Mark, what's your Instagram? Dear underscore river underscore craftsman. He's an yes, underscore. He's an underscore guy. That's right. Only the best people do underscores. Thank it? you. <laughs> but how far? So go follow him on Instagram so you guys can see these stories I'm talking about. His feed is amazing. It's very very clean. Everything, but his stories. How far are these places from you that you go visit, like in so, the evenings? So the so the one that I um the, the walk that we did recently where you could see the snowy mountains that don't exist uh, that Roy mm-hmm. said that mountains. Yeah. Um, so that that's Mount Snowden. That's the tallest mountain in in England and Wales. That is half an hour from where I live. So, oh, okay. And, and the river is just below your deck, right? The river is just below my deck. The the, the river that you saw me walking along on that one. That's uh, that's a that's a river called Aberglass Lynn. Um, that's that that's about forty minutes away from where we are. So, um, I, a bit like my shop. I only take pictures of it when it's clean. And I only mm-hmm. take pictures of North Wales when it's not raining and pissing down, which it regularly is. And that's why it's that green in this uh, um, in this part of the world. But no, it's it is a stunning part of the world. It's the reason we moved here. Um, I say moved here. It's the reason I moved here. My wife's yeah. from here. So um, it, it's it, it, it's it, I couldn't be. Happier. And it, it's it, it's one of those things where uh, I am very, very happy and I'm very lucky to be here. And it's. It's it's great because I can get up in the morning, I can stick my coffee on, I can come into the workshop nice and early, get some stuff yeah. in the clamps, go for a walk with a dog. Um, it, it just like the whole thing that you're creating and curating at the same time just looks so inviting to be inspiring and just such a great place to be creative and make amazing things. It, it literally looks like Every shot you do could be a fucking postcard, and it just has to be, like, in the back of your mind, like, I'm I'm living this fucking dream right now. So, I mean, that's the way that I would feel about it. I mean, maybe not for you because you're, like, doing it day in and day out, but for the people on the periphery, like, us schleps, it looks fucking amazing. (laughs) It's quite a nice river you walk along with, Joey. I like that river. That's... Yeah, it's a big muddy. I live in a, I live in a nice, beautiful part of the country too, but it is nothing like nothing, nothing. <laughs> but but, but, but that, that, the, the 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 video you did this morning of uh, of panning up from the leaves from that sunrise. You, you, I think you're sweeping away to that sunrise. That's a lovely view every morning. That, I'd be more than happy to wake up to that. That's lovely. That is, I am yes, that is a fantastic view. I love it. Everybody says that when they come here that I have the best view of of the town I live in, and and I really do. It's crazy, but. Um, no, I enjoy sunrises and sunsets. I think they're fucking phenomenal. It gives you like a sense of like made it through another day or we're getting ready to start another day. You know, I just love that shit. Roy, when you wake up at noon and you're done eating your cereal and watching cartoons, the mm-hmm. rest of us are working. That's been the other thing that's happened since uh, we last talked. We got we, we got our new we got our new rescue dog. So he's a. Uh, He's a uh, he's keeping me very very fit right now that's for sure because he's what um, kind of dog is it? He's a he's a he's a border collie. So our last dog mm-hmm. um, who we lost in May was a border collie. They're both from the same rescue centre, um, and uh, but he's he's four years old and he's literally a wolf. I've never wow. I've never experienced a fitter dog. No um, so I mean that that walk that we did recently with all of the around the mountains that's a ten mile mountainous walk. Mm-hmm. Um, we came back and I'm thinking he's going to be absolutely knackered because I was almost on my knees and he was at the end of the drive with 
tennis ball in in mouth going so, so <laughs> are we doing this now we're we doing this now you no literally kidding. cannot cannot um get make this dog tired so uh but no he's he's been been great because uh i was i was probably trying to do too much work and ignoring going for a walk and getting out in the nature and and which mm-hmm. i absolutely love it's absolutely key for my well-being um yeah right on it, it, it so it was really helpful to to get him um and it and and I'm, I'm, I've got big plans for the deck. Um, uh, come, come springtime. Um, I've got, um, there's a, there's going to be a, a concrete um, section out there and I'm going to be going to be doing an oak, um, cover over because that's where I'm going to put, um, prepare yourself, Chris. That's where the anvil is going to go. Oh, um, yeah. So, um, I've still got to talk to Steve whether it's a good idea to have an anvil outdoors, but I've seen I've, I've seen a few other people have them outdoors rather than the rather than the inside. So um, it was yeah. made hundreds of years ago. They'll be fine. Absolutely. <laughs> They're still um, around. But I'm I'm planning by the end of uh, end of next year to start um, thinking about really setting the workshop up for courses. Um, so I'll, oh, I'll start offering wow. courses. That's another theme that we've got going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I quite like that idea. Um, I've had a lot of people this year because of the Instagram stuff, I suppose, and some of the YouTube stuff reach out and ask me, have I got any apprenticeships going? I'm like, my, my hours are far too irregular for, to give you mm-hmm. a, 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 a set of apprenticeships. Right. But it, I, I'm, I think I'll be happier to do courses because I think that way um, it, 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 I, can, I can give people an absolute timeline that they're working to. They can come here, stay for the weekend, and hopefully that's something that people would want to do as well. Um, uh, and yeah, it would, it, it would be, it, it's just more controllable for me that way because I can be in the workshop in the middle of the night or I can be here in the middle of the day. It, it just depends on what else is going on. And I love that level of flexibility as well. So sure. Yeah. So real quick toward the end here, uh, can you dial us in? You said you're booked up until March. What kind of projects do you have coming down the line um, and which ones are you dreading and which ones are you excited about? So I'm excited actually about one that I'm delivering next week, which is uh, it's, I'm calling it the Air Ministry desk because we're basing it on it's a it's a solid old desk, including the drawers. Um, all, all, all most of and all the drawers will be hand cut joinery, and that's based on a 1940s mm. desk from from the Air Ministry that the client wanted, and it fits all of their other uh, furniture. I've got a um, oak and glass staircase coming up in um, in in February where wow. that is completely bespoke um or e- each of the steps is solid oak as well i, I just keep saying to the client I said, you really want solid oak steps going all the way up here it's like yeah, yeah it'd, be, it'd be great i said great i'm more than happy to do it um okay. we've got um i've got a a, a, a a wall unit an office unit where it, it it's gonna go across the client's wall in the shape of a butterfly wing oh my god Damn. so that is gonna be a really tricky um build but i'm really really looking forward to doing it so you're looking forward to it oh yeah it's it's, it's that that map and geometry that we absolutely yeah that you mentioned butterflies because that's actually the next tattoo roy's getting on the other side of his neck (laughs) is a giant butterfly mark peacock from the deer river craft i just actually go to mark's website you can wait can people still order merch from you yeah yeah i just picked up a shirt it's wonderful take two months to get to you but go get a shirt from mark actually mark didn't mess it up the company messed it up mark thank you for being such a great supporter of our podcast we love what you do we love everything about you 
keep doing what you're doing, man. Thank you very, very much for being on the show. Fantastic stuff. Listen, you're you're very inspirational, not only for your GQ-esque look and style. You're a beautiful man. You're a beautiful specimen of a man. Go to the website and find a guy in a a, a dodgy-looking hat, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) But the work. The work that you're putting out in your shop uh, is a character of itself, um, and it's very inspirational. And I love getting on your feed and seeing all the creative and precise woodworking, joinery, and composition that you put together. So thank you. Thank you so much, guys. There you go. For the listeners out there, guys, this was all recorded in succession, one right after another. We hope you enjoyed this episode of 15 Minutes of Fury from myself, Chris Cash, and Mount Philomena Works, and Roy Scott from Vintage Axe Works. This is a wrap on the Axe and Iron Podcast.